you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Hello, Squirrel Friends. Vicky Licks here. Uh, this is a post-recording of our pre-recorded podcast, and uh, we did a full breakdown of RuPaul's Drag Race finale, season 12, and then we also did a Meet the Queens of Canada's Drag Race, uh, but it became way too long, so we're splitting those into two separate podcasts. So this is our first podcast, and so uh, it's going to end a bit uh, janky, but that's fine. And then we're going to start the uh, Canada's Drag Race Meet the Queens in a separate podcast. So listen to that after this, okay? Okay, enjoy the show. Bye. Hola, everybody. Squirrels uh, here, there, and everywhere. Welcome to Squirrel Talk, the finale podcast for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12, the season that has suffered the most. And we are being joined, it's, it's all in the family today, just family, and my daughters are both here. First up from, from Parkdale, she's back in the Parkdale, it's Selena Vile. Howdy ho. Who it's are you calling good a to be home? You are, we all, all know right. it. <laughs> We've seen those thought pics that you're posting on Instagram. Guilty, sorry. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, to our uh, east today from Leslieville, Ooh. it's Yes, Miss Yes, if you're nasty. Yes, I'm feeling really kind today. So I go by Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that makes sense. What? Hi. <laughs> what was that? I didn't get that. What was that? I- I'm not sure what I said either. I- I'm really out of it just drunk on palm bays all day she's already drunk on palm bay i already gave her the speak the speak talk everybody to stop slurping while the podcast is happening well you know, i've listened to you i i did all my slurping before the podcast started great hillary <laughs> i love all your slurping you slurp all you want you're pissing jada hudson off you're pissing jada off you gotta <laughs> stop now Jada's, love you jada all that crunching and munching all right, so we're going to kind of catch up with each other because we haven't talked with each other as uh, as a unit, the three of us as a house, since uh, the, we premiered. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, we've had guests. So we, this has been kind of amazing for us in terms of being able to have guests from all over the country. And, you know, it's been incredible to talk with drag from literally Victoria to uh, Halifax, you know? Mm-hmm. We never it's have been- to get together again. <laughs> we, we really don't. We could do this all the time. <laughs> it's true. We don't have to go into your dingy apartment and, and you know, get worried dingy. about mold, mold poisoning and, <laughs> and dog slurpage and all kinds of things. You're, um, you're talking about your mole hole that you're in right now. Yeah, I'm in a mole hole. I'm, I'm always in a mole hole. I am a bit of a hobbit. So that's just how, how it goes. She's got Love. the hairy feet to show to prove it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I did a I did an at home haircut the other day. Um, I don't think it went that well, but I'm happier. You <laughs> Were you going for a faux hawk? Because I'm getting faux hawk. Were you going for a faux hawk? Yeah, you know that kind of drag queen haircut where that you or it's, it's kind of gay. You know, you shape like the sides and you just keep it long on top. So you can put a feel the beat of the rhythm of the night. You can put a yeah, bread <laughs> loaf on top of it. Exactly, just so that you have a little bit of hair to stick in. A little bit of hair left, but the rest, the sides are kind of shaped. I don't know. I've never done that before. 
um, because I have dignity and uh, <laughs> I just decided I would do it while I'm indoors. And if I hate it, well, you know, I can take the clippers further, lawn mow it. Shave your head. Shave yeah, your shave head. head. Have you shaved your head yet, <laughs> Selena? What's that? Have you shaved your head yet? I'm doing the complete opposite. I haven't cut my hair since January um, because when I was when I was preparing to there she goes slurping. When I was preparing, <laughs> I'm so sorry. As soon as I got a minute, I'm just like, maybe I could take a drink. That's so funny. Listen, Hillary, you have a mute button. If you're going to drink, hit that quick little mute button. You can drink. Just drink like a normal person. You don't have to wipe your fucking sleep. You know what? Selena, you're right. You're very right. <laughs> mute yourself. Uh, um, Anyway, no. What, so uh, my hair designer for Miss Elko Rico is Kennedy St. James. And she always tells me not to cut my hair. She's going to use all the hair on my head uh, to build more hair on top of my head. So I, I didn't that. A pageant hair. loaf. You're doing a pageant loaf. Uh-huh. But um, it's not about cutting the sides off. It's about keeping everything long and then using what, oh, everything. A pullback. So... Uh, so I haven't cut my hair since January and I'm going to keep going. Uh, it's getting to be hockey hair right now. And I look pretty hot. Jada Hudson's thirsty for me. Hockey hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh brother. I can't believe you just dropped that. Yeah. When right, I did, I'm straight when I did, now. Uh, when I did Miss Canada Continental, all the girls were getting their hair, their hair done. They had like hair units, like being yeah. placed in. It was like Lego stuff. It was really interesting. I've never seen it, you know, cause that's not my world, but. Yeah, because I, I told um, Kennedy what I wanted. I'm like, well, do you have this wig? And she goes, no, I'm, I just have units and I'm just going to build on top of your head. Yeah. Like as saw, we go. Mm-hmm. I saw her mm-hmm. doing it live. It was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I, actually, I find that fun. Not that I'm skilled at all at anything in life, but I, I've definitely uh, enjoyed kind of building hair on my head these days rather than having it all pre styled. It's cute. Wait, what are you doing? You're building hair on your head. Well, I just at least, you know, because you can put like a lace front and then a bump and then add something to the bump and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. It, it's it's a little bit more flexible and you don't always have to have like a wig to be a wig. You can kind of build things right. on your head a little bit. Nothing crazy like pageant hair, which is sometimes very intricate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fun. I love that. Stack, stack, stack. Get yourself a Yara pop it on. Yeah, well, that yeah, those little uh, those little bumps. She used, are, she used are great. like uh, pool noodles covered in hair, and she had poppadons. I mean, I love you know Alaska's <laughs> ridiculous. She always does like a smooth wig, and then just like a rat's nest on top. Isn't that mm-hmm. stupid? Yeah, that's how <laughs> yeah. I started. That was my original wig. I was like a bob. I would have like nice straight bangs, and then a yeah. teased out bob at the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about each other. Just kind of how we've been dealing with this whole isolation thing, um, what we've been up to, and uh, how we're coping with it. Hills, you go first. Um, uh, coping since uh, last the last report? I don't know. I'm doing fine. Just in general, when we when you went, you lost your job, you know, and uh, you've, you've, <laughs> you've been doing a lot of material in that time. You've been keeping yourself busy that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's always an up and down. I, I've been, uh, I don't know. I've just kind of been little bit panicked. I mean, there's so many things going going on when yeah, pandemic happens and a lot of social rights issues are happening and and it's kind of tricky to balance all of all of your feelings and emotions and also, you know, 
I don't know, learn, just listen and learn. Uh, being me being like a white person, just learning about stuff. So it's a complicated emotional period to get to, to even want to get things done right now. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of social and uh, political issues happening right now this week, particularly with, I mean, the, the riots that are happening, the protests, um, amidst us all being in, in a pandemic right now. I mean, and Lady Gaga Oof. released an album. <laughs> like, yeah, Drag, Drag, Race, Drag Race had a finale. Yeah, for I mean, just, like, for queer that people, day was just, wow, I, I didn't know how to feel or how to think. Um, yeah, it's been a lot for <laughs> queer people to kind of process. I mean, and just yeah. in terms of trans things that are happening too. Yeah. And every, everything. So it's not just yourself, Hills. It's a lot of people who are overwhelmed. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to keep uh, keep doing things day by day, you know. Luckily, I think some of my um, video content that I've been making, you know, people have been noticing. So they've invited me on their shows here and there. Uh, like, check out uh, the Gay AF uh, series, which used to be stand-up, which is now online. Uh, check out that sort of thing, or... Uh, coming up, Tom Hearn's Proud and Funny. We're all going to be on that. It's going to be great. So, I mean, we're just taking it day by day and learning how to perform and be performers in this new world. I think you've really benefited just because of your previous stuff that you've been doing. Is you've done video content before. You've done character content before. So this is kind of uh, been able to put you a little bit in a wheelhouse in that in that regard, right? I mean, it's definitely given me the time to really experiment with that um, rather than focus on the day-to-day grind of my Joe job in the real world yeah. and just the day-to-day life of, you know, finding energy to actually get home and want to be creative outside of, you know, our weekly House of Lick shows and all that stuff because RuPaul's Strike Race is never ending. Uh, <laughs> so it's definitely given me a lot of time to work on things, which is nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. And your haircut looks great now. You shaved off the mini oh, yeah. mullets from behind your ears. You got a full, full faux, full faux. She's a faux. Yeah, girl. I got a faux, faux hawk going on. It's it's fun. And if I hate it, well, I'll just shave it off. <laughs> Braided into two side braids like your Anne of Green Graden Gables. Well, you know, it, it, this is the best time to try stupid hairstyles on yourself when you're indoors and no one sees you. So it's great. Right. Well, you know me. I just shave everything off, so that's me. Well, yeah. You don't. You don't know. You don't even know my struggles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your struggles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I don't want to know. Selena, moving on to you. Selena, what has it been like for you? You don't know my struggles. Um... <laughs> Who says that? Who says that? <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. My white privilege is through the roof these days. I don't even know. I'm just like, oh, you don't understand me. My life is so difficult. <laughs> Sitting around doing nothing on Serb. Oh, I'm great. Oh, sir. Anyway. Ooh, give me some of that Serb money, Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Selena. Who, me? Um, okay. So, oh, Hillary, now's the time where you can take a sip. So, I... Uh... <laughs> Stop encouraging her. <laughs> Sorry. I have... Have I been on the podcast since we... Since I got home? Yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah, with Mina. We we talked about Mina. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So now you know I'm happy to be home and I'm happy performing again. I did my first show last Tuesday. You were both guests. You were both wonderful. It was a Broadway show. Vicky sang Old Man River. It was amazing. My favorite, Uh, my favorite week. Broadway. uh, Yeah. And I do have some stuff coming up, but it's really hard 
to focus on other things with like in particular well especially the the black lives matter movement going on right now where black people are being killed by police officers and we're rioting well you know what we're protesting it's really interesting because i'm paying a really really close eye to everything that's going on and we're really seeing a lot of it's the white people that are doing the rioting and the looting and the vandalizing and there's black people literally telling them to stop doing it because that's not what it's about and also the black people get blamed for that and the black people get thrown in jail and it makes the movement look bad and the white people are not sympathetic to that and i don't know it's very overwhelming watching how the police are treating today i watched a whole thread with police like literally running over protesters with their cars yeah and i watched i was watching some videos yesterday to kind of keep myself caught up a bit and i honestly mm -hmm. i started to cry it was it's it's yeah. too much it's too much and it's, it's like I, it is. I, I need to be informed still but it's just like it's just too much and i can't i can't help but cry i it's serious it's it's it, it is incredibly emotional and uh it's very telling to see who's posting about it and who's not who's using their platform and who's not i want to give a lot of credit to brooklyn heights because her entire twitter has been just spreading information keeping people engaged getting people to talk about it uh and there's so many places to donate your money right now that I think a lot of people should be doing if you have the money because it is a pandemic and none of us really have money right now. Yeah. Uh, so th there's so many conflicting emotions going on right now. So I'm very focused on that right now. That's where I'm at in life. And I think we should all care. I agree. We should all care. Yeah. This, this, is, this is not just one person's world. This is all of our worlds, people. <laughs> yeah. We're all sharing this planet together. We all have to, we all have to make this work. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. This is the year of change is what I'm finding mm -hmm. out. I think we're all finding this out through just not even our own personal lives, but through uh, political and systematic things and just how we've been living on this planet for so many years now. It's just this is the year things are changing. Mm -hmm. And I think we need it. it we all needed it. Absolutely. We needed, we needed this wake up call. We all and, and in, in, in my own personal life, I've been through a lot of stuff and I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. Uh -huh. uh, but I broke up with my partner of seven years and uh, mm -hmm. just before we all went into isolation and I was also laid off from my work. So yeah, a lot to kind of process all at once. And, and of course all the gyms had shut down. That's kind of my main go-to for when I'm stressed <laughs> oh, out. Oh my God. <laughs> I, like to, I like to push weights when I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah. All the restaurants shut down and that's my main go-to. So it's just, Oh, disgusting. I know. Well, thank God you got that Uber eats for those Palm Bay's. Yeah, well, we seriously. <laughs> we do all need to take care of our mental health. And, like these are stress relievers. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, yeah. I think it's fun because you've had to find um, new stress relievers and new things inside of yourself um, mm -hmm. during these times. Well, my and I, I mean, I'm not surprised that a lot of these social issues are coming out right now. I mean, oh my God, the world, you know, the Western world has been a pressure cooker with isolation. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's shocking to me just hearing about the amount uh, of of crimes that are perpetuated, um, and it's 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 I don't know, and, and you're kind of moved in between action and inaction because it's an effing pandemic out there, like, uh -huh. ooh, what are you? I don't know. Uh, I have conflicted opinions about people going out and marching safely. You know, are they marching safely or, are, you know, are they going to make the pandemic worse? Um, and it's just really complicated. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Like I wanted to go to the protests that we had here in Toronto, but I know that I have to go back to my parents in a few weeks and they are in me no compromise. So like I cannot risk getting anything. Absolutely. Yeah, tough decisions all around right now. And uh, I think, yeah, and just going back to my own personal thing was, I think the decision that I had to make in these things and these things kind of happened all at the same time has been for the best for me is what I'm discovering. And this is kind of Mm -hmm. where I'm at now is I'm much happier than I've ever been. Despite all this stuff kind of happening, I'm I'm just in a better headspace. Yeah. And uh, Well, because now the world's caught up to where you are with self-isolation. <laughs> You're a homebody. Right. Everybody else is sad now. So now, it's, yeah. now we're all on the level. I'm much happier when everybody else is sad. Yeah. I was talking to another dry queen. I don't want to out who it is, but I was like, so how are you doing? And she was like, the best I've ever been. <laughs> She's like, I'm made for this life. Yeah. And I'm like getting creative and I'm, like, I'm having a great time. That's me. I said that to you. No, it was, it was somebody, you have, a, you have a sister out there, I'm going to tell you after this. Yeah. Uh, it's been a lot, though, and even just trying to find out new ways to do this podcast, because I was getting really fed up there, and we, I almost quit, and Selena kind of pulled me back in, even though I wanted to quit. Several uh, times. It's just been, like, very challenging to figure out this new technology stuff that we have to do for these, and, uh, but once we figured it out, and once I just stuck through it, and uh, sometimes you need people to support and push you to get through things, and I... I but, I mean, that. you've done it before. You ran a YouTube channel. Like, you're... You're made for online content, basically. In theory, but <laughs> <laughs> Mama's also tired, and like I said, I was going through a lot, so there was just a lot. Yeah, happening, right. So, but here we are. We are still going strong. Three years later, we're doing the podcast. We're bringing guests in from all over the place. We have some special surprises coming up for all stars. I'm so excited! We're enthused for all of our listeners. And we will be reviewing Canada's Drag Race for the first time ever. And we get to wait. There's a Canada's Drag Race? No, I'm lying. Oh, well, I've never heard of this. What What are you talking about? Well, a lot of people haven't heard of it yet. So we're going to be bringing that tea to the forefront. Uh, some Canadian tea, and uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be real different. And we know a lot of these girls, so you know. <laughs> we do. Oh my goodness, I can't, I can't wait to find out who these people are. Great. So I'm happy you're all getting done. <laughs> this makes it so much easier for me. Thank you both. Um, so we're, this is how we're going to work this podcast. We're going to do a review of RuPaul's Drag Race, the finale. And then we're going to talk about Meet the Queens of Canada's Drag Race because Woo-hoo. we need to meet those queens. So let's get to it and let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Okay. All right, I'm going to go get another palm bag. Woo, squirrel. It has been quite the season this year. It's been a year of change, like we've been saying. But you know what? What has been one consistent? Shoefreaks.ca. For the past three years on Squirrel Talk, we have been having our sponsor, Shoefreaks.ca. And we love it because they are Canadian-owned and operated. Thanks, Shoe Freaks, for all the <laughs> shoes that you provided us over the last three years in a variety of sizes and uh, materials. Yeah, and if you use our special offer code, NUTS, you'll get an extra 25% off your order. What? Nuts? 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 Get rid of the clutch nuts. Yeah, because nuts are like squirrels, so we thought it made sense. It makes the most sense. And you get free shipping if you live in Canada because, it, again, Canadian owned operated and they have a wide variety of shoes and other things. And check them out today using our offer code. What is it, squirrels? Nuts! Nuts! 
All right. Uh, did you reach the bottom of that Palm Bay Hills? Yeah, I did. Oh, she can't even slurp it, but she literally slurped the last drop. I really did. Oh, that's sad, sad, sad thoughts. I had like a swallow of white wine and that's it. I'm going to go to the LCO. Okay, she just crunched the can on her head. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Okay, that, let's start, get out of your kitchen. Hillary, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. I, oh my God, I'm gonna murder you. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send somebody over. I'm gonna hire Adam to put a hit on you. Well, he's available, so I better be watching. He's affordable. <laughs> Very affordable. All right, we are doing RuPaul's Drag Race season 12 wrap-up finale. What a season this has been. What have been our thoughts in a nutshell of this season 12, girls? It's been fun. Funny, funny. Oh my God, but I, I'm just amazed. Like, the amount of money you got to spend to be on Drag Race, like, gosh, this is, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's expensive. It is expensive to be on the damn show. It is. Just to audition like, is expensive. Yeah. I mean, can you, like, this re reality TV shows, there's, like, straight people shows where they win a million dollars, and all they have to do is, like, not have sex or something yes. like that on a tropical island. And they have to spend, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars on costumes to get there um, to win $100,000. Like, what? In inequality. Inequality. I don't, I, oh. And it's a cultural phenomenon. What is with this? I don't know. Anyway, it's a great show. This wasn't my, oh my question God. I asked, but you went. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that At very all. quick. Let's talk about that very quick. I think this show, Drag Race, uh, yes, the contestants have to spend way more money because it's drag. We spend a lot more money than everybody else has to do for Next Top Model, Project Runway, everything else, you know, to get on these shows. Uh, but there's also a lot more takeaway from this show. I mean, the girls on Drag Race have much bigger careers than anybody who ever was on Top Model. Stop slurping. Oh, yeah? What about Flavor Flavor, Flavor of Love? They were already stars. <laughs> okay, whatever. But I mean, like, what's that girl from Survivor? She's like a senator now or something. I mean, like, they have, they have careers after it. They, they were already going to be a senator. But they use their public figure status to enhance their own career, for sure, for Go sure. the Drag Race girls. I'm, I'm lost yeah. on what your point was now. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, the Drag Race girls do, but I mean, I don't know. All right. it's, I'm, uh, I'm going back to my original question. In a nutshell, <laughs> what do we think of season 12? Selena, I'll start with you. Okay. I find it, I find this season. I think that. <laughs> Like it. Um, <laughs> what are you doing what? with parchment paper? She's like tin doing, foil? doing a tap dance on a fucking aluminum foil. I will mute this. Adam Adam just got food. Oh <laughs> okay, she's muted. Okay, so here's what I think about this season is it's a fun season. Um, I like they had uh, that uh, that they had so many comedy girls. I like that the girls had a great um, attitude, uh, considering all the things that were thrown at them. But I find this season, and I've said this before on the podcast, was missing something from me. And it was um, relationships, interpersonal relationships within the group because they were all so even-tempered and there was no true, like, Bianca and Adore friendship. There was no true Sharon and Fifi enemyship. Like, there was, right. there were no real interpersonal relationships and that was really missing for me. I agree with that. And I thought, my thoughts on this is a season, I thought it was actually a very strong season. And I think what we said with Mina last week was, you know, despite the Sherry Pie thing, 
if Sherry, the Sherry Pie thing didn't happen, I think it would have just been one of the best seasons they've ever had. Because yeah, I agreed. We, I think we lost those interpersonal relationships with the Sherry Pie. Agreed. Um, and Sherry Pie had a lot of great runways and also brought a great comedic aspect to the show, despite her being a monster. So I think it would have just been a very, very strong season had that not happened. But putting that aside, I think they did a very good job this season. I think there was a lot of standouts. And uh, yeah. you know, I love that camp and comedy and fashion is kind of all coming into one now. So it's great. I thought, I thought it was a very strong season. Yeah, it was, a, it was honestly a very strong season. I, I found it hard to connect with it, though. It was a very strong, very expensive, very controversial season. Uh, I don't know. It's not my favorite season. But I thought it, I don't know. I, it always comes back to me for me, just like how expensive these seasons are. You've to me. Said, you've said this five times. <laughs> no, but like these seasons are getting more and more expensive. You can see it. Yeah. And I I prefer some of the uh, the first couple seasons where you can just see queens wearing stuff that At they the made, them all. that they had. <laughs> well, that just kind of works, but it doesn't have to be it's Mr. Designer's brand that I'm modeling for them, essentially. But uh, you know what? This season actually had more queens than ever who make their own looks. Like, the top yeah. three all made... Okay, Gigi didn't make everything she walked down the runway, but Crystal made a lot of her own stuff, and Jada right. made every single thing she wore down that runway. Yeah. That's fair. See that? And that, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Okay. I think it's just the fashions have been elevated. I think that's the big takeaway. I think everything, yeah. not everything is as expensive as maybe we think it is. It's just, you do have to kind of plan ahead of like, outfits cost a lot to get on the show now from head to head, wigs to shoes to the accessories to, you know, so. Yeah. But I think it's just the pussy has been stepped up and I love that that's happening. And I think this season was probably one of the best runways just overall. I think everybody really served it. Mm-hmm. I found, another thing that I found about this season is that everyone was kind of well-rounded. Everyone brought comedy, everyone brought fashion, everyone brought personality. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't care about any of them really. And on a, on a, on a diff- if any of them had been on a different season, I don't see any of them winning. I, I agree and kind of disagree with that. I think a lot yeah. of them had very big personalities and I liked a lot of them. I think maybe um, I think, I don't know, some of the girls like Rockham, who are obviously just bigger personalities, even um, maybe got edged out too soon, you know? Even Way too soon. Yeah, and I think maybe perhaps yeah. had Rockham stayed a bit longer, we would have seen a bit more of that stuff. Um, but yeah, there wasn't the drama. There wasn't the drama this season, you know? That, that, that yeah. was the big thing. That was the yeah. kind of main missing note of it was the drama. I but, mean, yeah. a, lot of the, a lot of the dramatic girls went home early. I mean, Dahlia, you know, uh-huh. what she would have done later on. And uh-huh. Rockham had sensitivity issues and was a nutcase. And Aiden Zane, I mean, can you imagine if that got worse? Or everyone, you know, quote unquote, hates Britta. Can you imagine if that went further? Like mm-hmm. it kind of did. Like, you know, quote unquote, people have analogs. But Britta was giving me a little bit of like that Roxy Andrews cattiness. Yeah. Im- imagine if Britta went all the way to the end, you know? So, yeah, I was sick of it by the time she left. So I think she left. I think she stayed a little too long. Well, but I mean, all of those drama makers went home early. So yeah. it kind of mm-hmm. turned into a season nine, you know, season of best friend, RuPaul's best friend race uh, by the end. But yeah, also but they brought the drama too early. Like Roxy wasn't a bitch off the top. Well, she kind of was, but like it took her a while to really start attacking 
James. Jinx, absolutely. Whereas everyone started attacking Aiden the moment she walked into the room. I'm also, I'm kind of okay with girls getting along. You know, I don't have to have drag queens hitting each other. That's not- Oh, totes, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with just drag queens doing incredible drag on a show and doing killing challenges. And I thought they yeah. had really great challenges. Like there was not a really, and everybody did solid jobs all the time this season. You can't say that about season seven or season whatever. There's always just been like a, a dud of group of girls. <laughs> so I thought- Yeah, but that's what I like. I like when there's like such a difference between the people and, and like you. they're not all on the same level. I hear you, but I'm just saying the different side of it, girl. Mm -hmm. I actually don't mind that. I do think also Nikki went home too early because she's the one person that I saw oh, yeah. actually forming close friendships with people. Like oh, she's the one that I saw pumping people up and untucked and like having workroom discussions with and actually getting close to people. And you see it online too. Like she's the one who's like connecting a lot of them online. Yeah, she was the one person I didn't I didn't enjoy watching. This I know you didn't like her. And I really think it was something that, I think it's just the French way of just like, she's kind of cold. She seems kind of cold because of like her, her French background, but I don't think she's cold at all. Yeah, I just don't like her. That's all. <laughs> it's not because she was French. Uh, so the girls, we get to see them do a little runway. They have the little red carpet in their apartments, in their backyards, on the tops of their roofs. Were there any standouts in the girls? I got to say, it all went by so quickly, I don't know what anybody wore. Um, uh, my standout was Widow Von Du in her spider Widow. look. It was yes. so cute. She had movable, uh, movable. Uh, what, are the, what are spiders' legs called? Yeah, yeah like spider the legs. Eight arachnic legs, like on a like a leather backpack thing, and she was all in latex. Kind of, it was very like Spider Man y. It was very, I loved it. It was very, very good. I love this. She's so dark and vampy with it. Like, that's kind of a fresh take. Like, yeah, for, yes. Like, you know, I like Widow a lot for that. And also, Aiden Zane blew me away. She was the hands down winner of the red carpets. You're look, right. Yeah. Her look was gorgeous. Oh my god! When they were panning up, I was like, "Who is this going to be?" And then they showed Aiden. I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh huh. She was incredible. Yeah. She had like this half kind of uh, nudie peachy, and then black. It was just this gorgeous, gorgeous combination. And then all the textiles she used, it was so brilliant. It really was. I wonder. I wonder how she did it because that was fucking amazing. Yeah. She um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciate. It. I think it was a really good look. I thought it was very classic drag and it was nice to see Aiden in something like that. Um, yeah. I don't know if it was like the standout for me personally, but I thought it was really good. Yeah, I think it's a big, it's a big thing for her though, because she was red for all of her yes. runways, right? So this was a yes. huge moment. So Th This was her yeah. redemption. This is okay. her. <laughs> and listen, if this is what she's serving me, I would love to see her, see her on All Stars and see more of this kind of Aiden, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. and Elevated Aiden, yeah. Yeah, Elevated Aiden is the tea. Um, we saw Britta and Gigi both do cone bra looks, which is funny because they both wanted the cone bra Madonna. Do you think that was, do you think that was on purpose? I don't think it was. And that's why I think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, one of my standouts actually was seeing the, the bedrooms in the backgrounds where all these yes. people were filming. Yes. And just kind of seeing, just kind of seeing like the economic status of all these people. And it just kind of like, whoop, 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 whoop. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or like, Britta, who's obviously who's obviously living with their rich parents right now? And uh -huh, Britta. Br Britta is living with <laughs> yeah. the rich parents. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Those lamps. <laughs> those lamps are expensive, honey. Yeah. <laughs> what? Crystal was a pinata. <laughs> yes, Crystal was a pinata after you know her Mexican heritage. 
Uh-huh. And somebody yeah. did point rudely out. Stolen, rudely stolen from Yovska in Toronto. Yovska was a pinata or something but, like that. But not just a pinata. She was a pinata on, she was a guest on Crystal's online show as a pinata. Right. So everyone, I don't know, people were theorizing that it was stolen idea. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't it think it there. was. I think they're very different takes on pinata. Mm-hmm. Um, but eh, it is what it is. Listen, also, also the pinata, I learned that Crystal is like Latinx background. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's Mexican. Yeah, she's and then her grandma the came on. She talked about it yeah. on the show the whole time. Well, yeah. I, I obviously didn't watch the show very well. I'm sorry. <laughs> My white privilege is showing. Ah! <laughs> Hillary and her lack of listening skills. There's a master class <laughs> for that, Hills. There's a master class. Yes, it's available next week coming out. Yeah, you won't have to listen to it, ironically. Um, I liked your pinata. <laughs> I loved it. I wanted to know what was inside. What's inside her pinata? It was very fun. <laughs> Lots of glitter. I know. I just want to beat that pinata. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we all want to beat her pinata. Also, mm. Michelle Visage. So this is what I like about this kind of quarantining part of this, is that mm-hmm. Michelle Visage, we see those roots. <laughs> those roots are (laughs) been through it and but i appreciate that she's letting that happen that's what that's what you're supposed to be doing this time she made a post uh uh well i I can't remember why i remember this she was she was talking about should i let my roots grow out uh yes she did you're right color yeah i guess i guess this must have been filmed beforehand or maybe she decided not to she must have dyed her hair again i don't know but would be kind of cool to see Michelle's uh, gray hair. Yeah, for sure. We saw it. Yeah, the roots. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it. I sure did. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you had magnifying Michelle, glass on. Michelle is always so put together. And then also her husband does a little bit where she like turns around and we get to see her. Her hot, her hot dilfy husband. He's yes. very sexy. Yeah, um, he's cute. But that was a take on um, a this news. Yeah, this news reporter who was reporting from her bathroom <laughs> while yeah. her husband was taking a shower. Yeah. And like his dick's just out on the six o'clock news. It's fucking good. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing faux pas with the Zoom stuff because there's some people that had like mistresses that were like crossing behind them. And <laughs> did you see that? Oh my God. What was, there what's was this? Like, there's a news reporter who was reporting from his hotel room or whatever. And like his mistress went through the back. <laughs> oh, I saw that one. That was in Spain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of that happening. And I'm here for that. That, I hope that was hot. He was sexy. I hope there's a compilation video of this. <laughs> Anywho, speaking about compilation videos, here comes uh, RuPaul giving uh-huh. us a face kini. So I figured out why she's going with this face kini thing and why she's not just doing her face face. Because do you remember in season 11, she was so sick that season. She was just sick every episode. And then yeah. she ended up we're having a face kini runway and she ended up, she was so sick for that, but she didn't paint. She just wore the face kini. Yeah. So I it think was season I, 10. Yeah. No, that was 11. Wasn't it? It was 10. Nina West. No, that, no, they wore face kinis, but she wore the face kini in season 10. Oh, season 10 yeah. right. That was based yeah. on her runway for doing that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, I so are you saying she has COVID-19? She's sick. No, she's using this as, she thought it was such a good way of not doing her makeup that she's trying it again. Yeah. But it's clearly not working. 
<laughs> well, because she hasn't had access to her Botox and her fillers. So she has to cover her face somehow, but she can't get Raven in there to paint her face because she can't paint her own face. No, it's, it's, I mean, listen, she's 60 years old. Okay, first of all. So, yeah. There's, I mean, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. People are like, well, you have time to learn. Like, RuPaul's done. <laughs> yeah. She's not going to learn this stuff. She's already made her career. Uh, yeah. Well, so Ru I think RuPaul, you can give her more credit. I mean, like, she can do her face, but she can't do her face like this RuPaul standard, you know? She I think can, it was Lady Bunny who face. said, I think Lady Bunny said on Race Chaser last week that her mask look was more campy than what she wore to the camp Met Gala. <laughs> <Paul>. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit scary to me. The mask is a bit scary to me. I'm a little, I'm a little afraid. Yeah. And the filters. Woo. Yeah. Well, I was like, why is there no filter on this bitch? Where's the season one filter? Rub some Vaseline on this. She was behind a Save by the Bell backdrop. What was that all about? Yeah, but like they could have given her like a face filter. Not that she yeah. needs it. You know, I'm, who am I to say? You know, live your truth, RuPaul. Live your truth. There, there was a moment right off the top where they were scrolling through a bunch of face filters on her. Yeah, but I needed that was season quick. one Vaseline. Am I right? Yes, please. Yes, please. Oh, that would have been fun. I was just confused as to like why none of the queens weren't, weren't like, uh, RuPaul, why are you wearing a diaper on your head? Because <clears throat> they want the crown. They're not allowed to say that. <laughs> Exactly, they're just like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then we got uh, kind of a little, uh, a little mega mix of all the guest judges they had on this season. They had some good guest judges, maybe with some of my favorites as well. Um, who are the standouts? Obviously, Whoopi Goldberg, I thought was an incredible person to have on the show. Absolutely. Um, Rachel, Bloom, Bloom. Rachel Bloom was a standout. And the fact that they had her with her, her pregnant breast, those jugs, look at those jugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and Robin, I mean, Robin, I love Robin so much. I want Robin to read me a book when I go to sleep. Like, I love yes. the sound of her voice. I can't fall asleep on my own. <laughs> so that was that. And then, um, so then we got into, uh, RuPaul talked with each of the girls. And, uh, and then we got to meet their parents. And we got a little video from people's. And uh, we got to see Crystal's parents for the first time. And uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, her dad's in a bad way. I didn't know that. Had, she talks about it on the show. Hillary, where are you? I, I know. <laughs> and then honestly, I, I felt like my white privilege is showing so much. And I was like, oh my God. I, I thought that he was just grumpy. And then I realized, oh no, he's got, he's been through it. He has and Parkinson's. I was like, yeah. So I, I was like, okay. Never mind. I'm just an idiot. And, <laughs> and also, we can't we can't not talk about Crystal's mom's breasts. Oh Are yeah, you very nice, very <laughs> nice breastplate. Very nice breastplate. Yeah, <laughs> I love that she has fake boobs. I love that she's covered in cheetah print, and so is her abuela, <laughs> who gave us a beautiful message in Spanish. I love it. Yeah, and these sound like very Republican uh, family members because I guess they voted for Trump and they're very conservative-minded and obviously yeah. the complete opposite. I mean, <laughs> free-loving spirit, colors, colors in the wind, you know? Yeah. So I like, um, see, I like when, I like to see when these two kind of different sides are able to kind of, I don't know, just her talking with her parents. Is, it's always nice to see that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, we also talked about her elder barge-ness. Yeah. Because Rue can't let it go. She had to bring it up. Well, why, it's been a running gig the whole season. You think they're going to let it go in the finale? <laughs> Not for a minute. 
to the beat and the rhythm of the night. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Great. Moving on. Oh, and we I got, mean, we got, the, wait, we got the moment that we've been missing the entire finale, which was uh, talking to their children selves. That's right. You were yes. and have that. So now we got to have it. Yeah. I'm glad they brought that in. Yeah. However, it really made me realize no one's original. Everyone's like, you're going to have a really hard time and then you're going to find love in yourself. <laughs> this, is ex- this is exactly what I was saying last week when I, when, when everyone was like, oh, they didn't have that moment. And I'm like, and, and what? Yeah. It's always so terrible. <laughs> yeah. I loved it when they went to Gigi and Gigi's picture is like her, her she looked like she was from the 70s in her picture. I was like, how is this I know, right? <laughs> I was like, they, they aged her photo. I was like, this bitch She's a fucking vampire. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was taken yesterday. Like, she is seven. She could be yeah. a vampire. We got to meet Gigi's mom for the first time. The monster has revealed herself. The monster, was, oh my God. I was so relieved to see that her mother wasn't a psychopath that keeps Gigi in the basement. She seems um, like a lovely, level-headed woman. She seems <laughs> great. <laughs> my curmudgeon. I really yeah. wanted this woman to be a monster who was feeding Gigi through the, the great I really wanted to see Mrs. Trunchbull out there just like with a whip. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a lovely woman with her cheetah print glasses and her cheetah print top. Uh-huh. Wait, that's Crystal's mom. That's all their moms. Wait, yeah. was she in cheetah print too? Gigi's mom? Yeah. I think it was, I think it was like black and white cheetah print or something. More like mm-hmm. Target cheetah print. Wow. Or like um, one, thing that, one thing that struck me with Gigi is when they asked about um, her, her hometown, which was in Illinois. Yeah. And she said there was, no, what, there was nowhere there for her to perform, or like there's nowhere for drag queens to perform. But I'm like, bitch, you're 21 when you filmed this show. You've been in LA for a year and a half. Where would you expect to be performing when you're underage? Because in, in the States, you have to be 21 to enter a bar. Yeah. Good point. Know. Good point. Good point, Selena, good point. <laughs> Thank you, I thought so. Also, as she was talking, and then Rue asked her where her confidence come from, I posted, as she was talking, I posted on Facebook being like, um, it comes to being a white privileged person with a mother who loves me and never having to go through anything hard. And then, hey. and then right after that, they bring out the photo of herself as a baby and she starts talking about how her dad didn't love her. And I'm like, uh-oh, and then I immediately deleted it. <laughs> oh, she had yeah. backtrack, didn't she? That was yeah, interesting yeah. finding about, out, of, out about her dad and the complicated relationship there. But I think we're all a little scarred. So that's, you know. Yeah. So there she's, you go. Yeah. She, she's, she doesn't come across as crazy confident at times. So, yeah, there was something there. We're a 21-year-old uh, bitch. She's pretty damn confident. And she was, she's pretty sure of herself. She knows what her look is. You know what her vibe is. Nobody, yeah. nobody is that sure of themselves at 21 in drag. Mm-hmm. So she's really kind of, I mean, she's obviously been studying this for years before, like when she was 12, 13, you know, she's one of those girls, that's it. Well, yeah, yeah. She, had a, yeah. she had a dress on at seven, according to the picture, so. Yeah, in 1971 it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, is, she is though like incredibly privileged to have a mother who has the exact same interest as her and is there to guide her from a very young age. Yeah. Like not everybody has that. 
No, she had a great, she had a great upbringing. It's great. So yeah. we're, we're on with Jade Essence Hall, the Essence of Beauty. Yeah. And uh, we get to see her brother and her dad, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, her brother's cute. Yeah. Super cute. It's nice to see her family completely supports her. Like they're all, they all seem to love each other so much. It was really beautiful to see. Yeah, and one of my favorite things was that they brought up her grandma and how much her grandma really supported her and as, mm-hmm. a, as a queer kid and as in everything that she wanted to do. And I, for me, I connected to that because my grandmother's been the same for me. She's been kind of my lap, my my lap. What is it? The um, what do the ships go by? What are the what's the lighthouse? Light. She's been my lighthouse. <laughs> lighthouse in the dark. Aww. Yeah. Coming through the foggy. Aww. Aww. There's yeah. grandma standing <laughs> over there. She's been the one With who's been me as well. So that, I totally related to that. And I really appreciate that she brought that up. Yeah. I, you know, when Jada talks, I really feel that, like, this is what she's meant to do. And she's really grateful for it. And she really just she, she, she doesn't take anything for granted. And she's so grateful to be where she is. She really does. And she's, she also is the same as uh, Gigi, very confident, very confident all the time. She knows what her aesthetic is. She knows what she likes to do. She knows how to mm-hmm. do it properly. Mm-hmm. And same with Crystal even, like they're just very confident. But I, and they brought this up with Crystal as well, that Crystal listened, you know, and that was kind of the, what made her different and why she managed to get so far is that she yeah. listened to the critiques she was getting and she applied them in her own way through her own filter of Crystal Method, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, I think I think Jada's interview is really nice and very authentic, and yeah, just lovely. Just a lovely gal. And so we get into the first lip sync. So they're doing three different lip syncs. Is that correct? Yeah. What did they do? They did um, so, face face close close to the face, really close, yeah. so you you can see the makeup. And then they did individuals, uh, and then they did the final two out of that final three so, <laughs> so what do we, we think of the back. first lip sync so they all lip sync rupaul's uh bring back my girls bring back my girls bring back my yeah. girls well um, the one thing i hate is that they did a rupaul song because i hate when they do rupaul songs because they're not lip sync songs they're, well it's her show so what are they gonna do <laughs> that's the one thing you hated yeah that's the one thing i hate <laughs> i thought this was really strange and i could have done without this because <gasps> They could have had the lyrics on, like, right in front of them. They probably did have the lyrics right in front of them. They were just reading the lyrics, right? I mean, it's not, like, I'm fine with them lip-syncing. It's, I mean, I'm fine with them reading as long as they actually lip-sync properly because that's what this shows. It's a close-up to see what you're actually like as a lip-synker, and it really shows Crystal's weakness because Crystal was terrible. I don't just think like, I think, terrible. I think she wasn't great. Um, she was very basic. I think Jada did a very good job. Yeah. Um, but I think Gigi really nailed it because she used her entire face. She used I, her blinking on the beat. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think Jada really gave us face and, and Gigi gave us blinking eyes. And I don't know. Crystal is just there. But I, I think that they, it's a very strange medium because it's like you just have this little square space. And you essentially yeah. just have to kind of do head choreography within that space. I don't think Crystal really had a good concept for it, uh, besides yeah. her weird, her weird face paint. Yeah, and and you know, yeah, Gigi did iography and Jada, but Jada gave us face, and Gigi had the advantage because she, she was in the middle. Why did they that, put her in the middle? 
Well, because they, they do them alphabetically. So the entire time it's always Crystal, Gigi, Jada. But so uh, we're going back to alphabetical superiority. But also, well, it's <laughs> always been alphabetical in every finale. Like from the beginning, they've always done it alphabetically. But, but, but your, um, eye, your eye will always go to the center. So you'll always be more drawn to that. Yeah, they should, have ro- they should have rotated them for sure. They should have rotated through them. Yeah, because a lot of people are saying, Gigi was my favorite. Well, it's like, well, she has the advantage. Yeah. So it's she, not fair. She has privileged big eyes. She's got very big eyes. <laughs> yeah. Eyes Her eyes are uh, privileged. But she, but she used them. I like when people <laughs> use what listen, they have. Listen to me. Listen. So I this? thought this is, uh, if, if you had somebody like Bianca or somebody else doing this, for me, this doesn't make sense. And it goes back to the thing of like, is this what Drag Race is about now is close up on lip syncs? I yeah. don't know. I, I disagree. I disagree. And this is my personal opinion on this. I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't need it. Oh, God. girl, you're, you're right. I mean, Bianca was on the pit stop this week and she said practically the same thing. She was like, if Drag Race was a lip sync competition at the end, I would never have won. She would never have won. She knows that. Sharon mm-hmm. would never have won. Yeah. Jinx, Jinx probably would never have won. So, like, what is going on? I that's why I hate this. I I'm not a fan of that. So no. Let's move on. Because <laughs> it's getting me really upset. My my feathers. <laughs> I'm melting right now. I'm melting. All right. Well, yes. I just want to say I loved it. So carry on. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, two out of three. So uh, so we move on to uh, the second lip sync, which is where they come up with their own ideas. And Are we going to talk about the sketches at all? What? So Heidi Heidi had a sketch where she was at home doing a bunch of isolation business. That was between the two lip syncs. Am I gone again? No, we just don't care. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We're so no, awesome. I hear you. I hear you. Did you like that sketch? I thought it was kind of cheesy. <laughs> I thought it was cute, but it wasn't yeah. like, we didn't need it. They do um, it every season. They had Banshee do a sketch last season. They did, they, they, Heidi is the new Banshee this season. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little bit telegraphing. I was like, okay, so obviously she won Miss Congeniality. Like, yeah. like, couldn't we have got this later or something? But I don't know. She was definitely fan favorite. Um, you know, but what also I there was it. Yeah. Well, I will say that I'm happy they didn't have that Maury Povich dark lampshade thing where they, they interviewed the queens each before they did their, their video moments. Right. Wait, and- what? Last season, they had like this thing where there was like a Maury Povich thing where they're all sitting in the in the dark with like a lamp on them. I don't remember that. And Silky Nutmeg Nash was like, "I deserve to win this season because I've been working my ass off." You know, it's one of those things. Uh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> we don't remember that. We don't recall that. I don't, I don't recall that at all. I blocked it out. Um, yeah, and I, I, hated, I hated that. Yeah, I mean. I oh, know. I do remember. I remember exactly what it is. It was definitely a Maury Povich like edited moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy they came um, it up. They also did something earlier that we didn't talk about, which was uh, a group message to the, to the frontline workers saying, thank you for all the work you've done during this pandemic. Sending yeah. us thoughts and prayers. Moving on. Okay. And, and again, a lot of these girls have been through, a, this has been a tough season for the girls included. I mean, yes. I mean, just, just because they've lost gigs and stuff because of this as well. So yeah. I mean, it's really great that, Everybody is so understanding in this and all the girls on the season are so understanding and supporting of everything that's happening for the frontline workers. And it's beautiful to see that. It's really important. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it is good that they acknowledged it, which is really important. But 
I mean, speaking about, yeah, I mean, they're not getting a full drag race experience at all. What a, mm-hmm. what a crazy world right now. Yeah, and they also brought up uh, Jacqueline, who was a producer on the show who passed away, and she was a very important Oh, producer. yes. Uh, she, wanted, she helped get the show to the Emmys, and a lot of the girls were very close friends with her. So yeah. I think they also pay tribute to some of the people behind the scenes on the show as well. Yeah, yeah. It was a really beautiful, well-done tribute, too. It was. And you could tell that she was very much loved by everybody that she worked with. But she'd yeah. been working on the show since season two, so she'd yeah. been there basically the entire time. And I think going into a show like this, you know, if you're ever getting cast for a show like this, you want to have those people that you feel comfortable around, like Jacqueline. So, yeah, what an asset. Yeah. So I guess we're, okay, we're on to the second lip sync, yes? Um, oh, no, there was a, there was a song about voting. <laughs> okay, yeah, that happened too. <laughs> <laughs> it was, this is, this was, yeah. It was a parody on RuPaul's song, and it was a, no, it was a Madonna song parody, and vote, rock the vote. No, I think it was a Madonna song. Yeah, I think it was it was a RuPaul song. It was um, Cover Girl. Sissy that it was, it was Sissy that walk. I think it was like I think it was I Cover Girl. Remember? It, I, ugh, whatever. Because they did vote and vote, all it was. I think all it was was just time filler. Or whatever. Hillary's coming down off her palm base. She's getting. <laughs> I need I need a little sugar. more. She's getting a sugar low. So we're getting, we're getting into the second lip sync now, where they come up with a creative concept. And okay, so let's uh, Crystal Method. So uh, she did add Nelly Furtado's "I'm Like a Bird." Yes. And she did spot on that she she was a bird. She, she did, did a whole she did two puppetry birds. Yeah, as and her head was the head of the bird in a bird mask and a little bird body on a giant background. Um, and it's so cute. And she told the story of a mama bird feeding her baby bird. <laughs> Uh, with actual, like, um, <laughs> I don't know, regurgitated fluid. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It was so it was so bizarre and so not what we're used to seeing on the show. Like, we've never seen anything like this quite. On a yeah, it was anyways. completely unexpected. So for me, it was like taking a second to be like, what's happening? What is going on? What <laughs> is this a finale? Um, I, love you the, know, I, I yeah. love the creativity of it, though. I love that she went outside the box and thought of these things. But I thought it was one note. I thought there needed to be something else that happened. I, I think that the story was pretty well told. And I think that she understood the medium, uh, i.e. like the video content that it had mm-hmm. to be pretty well. The story, um, I'm like a bird and she was a bird. Yeah, yeah. there, there might have been like a little bit more to the climax of the whole thing and a better like kind of blow line, if you will. But I think it was a very well done, especially overall. Uh, judging all of them. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it. As soon as it came on, I was gagged. I was laughing. I thought it was such a great concept and such a great execution. Where she lost me was once again with the lip sync. She had two vocal lines. She had the chorus and she had Nelly Furtado actually riffing on top. And she had two characters on screen at the same time and they were both singing the chorus. That makes me so angry. It is such an amateur move. I don't understand like you had time to prepare for this like how did you not yeah, bother yeah. to learn the riff line it so just part, makes me so angry part of the reason i find the second lip sync so bizarre to me is that it's all edited video they just can they can do as many takes as they want with this well yeah i mean so it's, it's, it's also about of, like what can you do with production because everyone has to do yeah. that now anyway that's right so let's go on to Gigi then so Gigi used a full white uh white backdrop she did uh lean on me from wham 
No, she did not. She did <laughs> take on me by a hot. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did lean on me by Sunday in the park with George. <laughs> Listen, I was trying to remember. So Jesus Christ. Did. And she wore this kind of black and white uh, news script and the, the Corella Deville hair. And, uh, and then she flipped it and then she had another minute, but she was just, it was just kind of like that. It was that video, you know, we've all seen She completely video. recreated the video, which yeah. is all um, like character drawn, like sketch drawn uh, background and characters. Yeah. Yeah, and she like kind of did, she jiggled. She jiggled yeah. a lot and did that lip sync. And she did a really great uh, transition, which uh, uh -huh. Jackie, Co Jackie Cox did the same thing in her video a while ago. For you. Season. Before you, magic moment. She did a magic moment, which was cute. Yeah, yeah. And her, it's like her it's costume like the, it's switched. The way, it's the new way out of um, of uh, reveals. It's editing. You can edit a reveal. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is what everybody like. Every like as Ross said, everybody is doing that on TikTok, which is uh, like they're doing That's from boy to girl. Was. This brought me. Yeah. To, it was this was TikTok drag. I don't know how I feel about it <laughs> because. This is this episode was very much TikTok drag. Yeah. yeah. Now I don't mind that because that's where we are in the world. Like it's very current. It's it's where drag is headed. Um, and I think Gigi really nailed it visually. I cannot believe she put that set together. I can't believe she put that costume together. She edited it beautifully. However, it didn't tell a story. It went nowhere. I didn't care about it. Yeah, I felt the same way where it was kind of a, still again kind, of, kind of a one note thing kind of. I mean, I appreciated there was a bit of a change in her outfit. Yeah. But again, it was the same as Crystal's where it was like just a little bit one note in terms of like I wanted to see a bit of a story growth with the concepts that they had. Yeah. So. Yup, exactly. And then we got Jada Essence Hall and she was doing Sierra. Is that right? I believe I believe it was Sierra. Yeah. Uh, jump and closer, something like that, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jump and jump yeah. and get up. Anyway, she was doing, uh, so she was in her living room and she didn't have any set backdrops or anything. She was just kind of a real woman waking up from her nap. doing. Now all those sets were sports. provided. So everyone was provided with the materials and they could do with them what they wanted. And I believe Jada chose not to do anything. Yeah, she was doing a real woman uh, show. Yeah. Yeah, what do we think of that? It felt kind of like dancing in your living room, which is exactly what it was. And her wig kept getting in her face. I don't know. To me, it was just kind of like, this is what you did with your time? You, I don't know. And with the yeah. editing powers that you have, you left your wig flying in your face the entire time? Yeah, Hells, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little conflicted about it because I think she did the best lip sync and the best like moves and dancing and stuff like yeah by far but uh all the production value was the worst so yeah it's kind of hard to judge because it's like well i mean the medium yeah are you judging the medium or are you judging the performance uh because right. it's yeah so i don't know and I think that's oh. where this second category gets a little blurry because it's like, yeah, we're, there's so many different things happening and none of these are consistent enough for us to be able to judge it fairly, you know, but I think it comes down to just concept creativity. I think that was their main thing for this one. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, what do you do when you're on your own and you have the choice? Like when it's, it's your, com your decision completely. Yeah. So what do we think? So let's go back to the first one. Who was our favorite for the first close-up lip sync? 
Jada. Gigi. Um, I'm going to say Jada. I like Jada the best for that. Great. And then, and then <laughs> the videos for the concept videos, what do we think? Uh, Crystal. I don't know. They all had things that I liked and things that pissed me off. I might <laughs> say Jada. Really? For concept? Yeah, because she went out there and performed and she used the space. Yeah. I don't know. She had, it, she, had it, she had a reveal. She got out of that bathrobe. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> she got off the couch. She got off the couch. <laughs> she opened And then onto Cheetos. the floor. She, she, drank, that, she if, drank that Palm Bay girl. <laughs> if they're judging this based on concept and creativity, you wouldn't give it to Jada? No, if it's concept uh, and creativity, that's I'm what they're judging this on. I, you know what? Honestly, I really loved both Gigi and Crystal's concept and creativity. I might give it to Crystal just because it was so unexpected. Yeah. But also, uh, it, Gigi's it, was so impressive. Yeah. I think if it was based on performance, I would give it to Jada hands down. She did the best performance for sure. Yeah, uh, but in terms of concept and creativity, I mean, Crystal. Yeah, that was just a gr great concept. I would never expect to see that on the show. Um, I think she wins that one for me, anyways. Great. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, so those were the second group of lip syncs. What happened after that? We had a uh, Miss Congeniality, right? That's right. So Nina West shows up uh, on a phone call with Dolly Parton. Oh, um, Michael Jordan. Uh, oh no, Dolly Parton. <laughs> I love that Nina West is like the Chris Farley of drag now. Like just her, <laughs> the way she's like, oh my God, who's going to be on the call? <laughs> her goofiness and the way she does her face. I'm living for it. I'm living for it, Nina. And she got to have a private phone call with Dolly Parton. That was that amazing. Was amazing that Dolly came in for this. And we got to see Dolly's drag room and Dolly wore her, oh my God, uh -huh. look at that stacked wig Dolly had on. Stacked wig. She better be a judge at some point. She has to. In some ways, I think she kind of wants to. I just don't know if they'll ever be able to make it happen. Oh, she should, <laughs> she should do the spot of like a Nicki Minaj or Lady Gaga. Dolly Parton. Yeah. I mean, she's an icon, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, that's the drag room we all aspire to have is Dolly's yes. drag room. She um, also had a great joke about how she's secretly Leslie Jordan in drag. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Valanche probably wrote some of that material for her. Yeah, I bet, I bet he did. Good old Valanche. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I love that. Nina, so Nina, I love Nina so much. She's so great. And I love that she's passing this on. And they've changed the miscongeniality so it's the girls who vote for it. It's not the fans anymore. It's like, the other competitors. It's actually uh -huh. helped Miss Because there's work. there's too much internet sabotagery these days, unfortunately. We end up with a Valentina. Yeah. A yes, yes. And to everybody's shock and awe, it goes to Rockham Sakura. Oh, hiding, hiding oh. closet. Oh. Now, Rockham did. I love that Rock, as soon as Nina called in with the girls, you see Rock sitting there with her apple going, I finally got my apple. She is so funny and so good at getting those quick little jokes in. I'm obsessed with this person. Very funny. She was, she was one of the people gone way too soon. Yeah. Yeah, her wit is legend. It's crazy good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was that. Uh, so Heidi, Heidi is a winner. I think we all saw this coming. Not a surprise to anybody, really. Heidi is no. the uh, fan favorite of the season. She really, if Heidi wasn't on this season, I don't think it would be a big success or be as valued as it has been. I think she really Correct. was what sold the whole season to everybody. And the fact that she lasted as long as she did. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and she also gave a really great speech about like uh, being who you are. Like, and she was talking to kids who are in communities where people don't accept who they are and make fun of them for being who they are. And she says, look what I did. I, I was myself and I made it. So it was beautiful. Yeah. It was nice. I think it's a great way of looking at it. Of like, you know what? This is you, when you're yourself. People love you for just being you. A whistle, yeah. what, teeth whistles and all. Unless mm -hmm. you're scary pie, then don't be yourself. Go to jail. Well, the problem was she wasn't being herself. Yeah, that's she was problem. being Alison Mosey. Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's very true. Okay, that's you know what we, you got me. That's why we got me on to Heidi's words. Heidi's words of wisdom. That's that's passing that along. So we're, yeah. at the, we're at the final lip sync, am I right? A bunch of drag queens telling everyone to be themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but that, like, I don't want to sound stupid here, but I would do anyways. But that's what drag is about, kind of. It's really bringing out that, that person that's inside of you, you know? Oh, yes. 100%, yeah. I mean, that's exactly. why it, it seems so superficial and it seems so, but it really is pulling out that inner, that inner creature that's inside of us and it's encapsulating that. Completely. You're, no, you're totally right. <laughs> Hillary was just making a joke. I know. It's a, it's a nonsensical joke, and my white privilege is showing, so I really apologize. It um, is. And it's I'm sorry. It's affecting our listeners, so stop, stop moving. Okay. Hillary, hold your <laughs> mic out so it's not rubbing up against your Is chest. it rubbing against my hairy chest? Ooh. It's rubbing against something. It's rubbing against mm. your nipple piercings. Okay, so now we are... <laughs> so uh, Evie Oddly makes her comeback repair to... Uh, to, to pass over the crown. And, yes, girl. Uh, Evie was what a great video. Yeah, she had a really she had a really great video. I think of all the filler videos, she had my favorite. favorite. It was very like Tim Burton. Yeah, she is a Tim Burton queen. Yeah. I love that she had socks and like a sweatpants outfit. She, she had the at home, like, <laughs> so creative, so funny. Yeah. She so great. Uh, yeah, she just did a good, she did a good job. She's really been, uh, I don't know, MIA almost. Uh, I, I don't know. She's, she's been touring, I guess, and whatever, but I don't know. She did a good showing. Good for Evie. Great. Hillary doesn't that. know. She doesn't know. She does not know. <laughs> Her white privilege is showing. I know. I'm trying not to just show my disdain for Evie. I, just, I don't know. I love Evie and I hate Evie. Hillary, it's just like, put your white privilege back in your pants right now. Please. I know. I just want more from Evie, but oh, God. She's just... Oh, she's so weird. I like her a lot. Well, I, I like enjoyed her, her. I enjoyed her too. So that's two against th two against one again. We love this. All right, all so right. here we go. We're in the finale. We're in the last lip sync. And so this is where they all have the mylar behind them, the sparkling mylar, some balloons set up, the same camera set up for all of them. This yeah, for me was like, this for me was like the only lip sync I really needed. <laughs> it even yeah. got the, the playing field. And I mean, all three of them got through. So why didn't we just skip to this part, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't need the other two. I felt like this was kind of like just fill again. Those were kind of filler things that we were trying to fill up the episode. But for yeah. me, this was more of like this is how they're doing this nowadays. They're doing this performance-based stuff, like they would do on a regular finale. And this just made more sense to me, right? I mean, I really liked it because I mean, a like the first one was very much like who are you as a lip sync artist, and the second one was who are you as an artist? What can you conceive when left to your own devices? And it kind of reminded, like, yeah. even that was, like, on, uh, in season eight and seven when they did the finales and they each had a personalized song that they got to perform. So it's kind of like I that. Think, I think the second challenge should have been more like, what can you conceive as a World of Wonder present show? Because you're mm. obviously going to get one if you win. 
you know. <laughs> well, I think they ended up essentially doing that in their second number anyways. So yeah, so here we are. We're in the third number. So what song is it? What's the final song? Survivor by Destiny's Child. That's it. They're all, we're all survivors here. And so we yeah. Survivor and uh, they're all wearing very different looks. We have kind of a Mad Hatter inspired kind of look from Crystal. Very snake. I think she was going for like serpent. What? I think there was like a snake theme to her outfit. Uh, I don't know what the theme is. I mean, it was all over the. It's very crystal, but I, I think don't it was think very there elevated. was a theme. Honestly, I don't think there was a theme. I think it was just yeah. patterns and doodads. Uh, but she had she had like a tea party look. Yeah, it, yeah. Mad Hattery kind of. Yeah. yeah, it was like snake print a little bit on it. No, mm-hmm. no, no, camouflage. Honey, no, honey, no. <laughs> she's stuck. She's stuck on the snake print. She was a snake, wasn't she? Wasn't she? No. So, and next to her was uh, our good Judy in uh, Sepia was uh, Gigi Good. Yeah, yeah she was, she was Dorothy, Dorothy yeah. in gray. Well, without the Technicolor. Yeah, that was the reveal. There, before we got there. And then we got or, uh, Jada in just this beautiful shade of orange, a Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in a, she was like in an orange tent at the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a, a glamorous orange tent. Yeah, uh, she had little zippers. Yeah, which revealed into a gorgeous pageant dance costume in orange yeah. with a final reveal with massive bat wing things and a crown. Like, it was just amazing. Yeah, so I love, let's talk about Jada first, why not? So Jada had this reveal that she had. She pulled up this huge, which Selena also has as well as a turkey. She has this huge yeah. uh, fan thing that you flip up and you hold it like a big fan and uh, it had a little crown on it. So she had a little crown on her head. But I thought it was funny because she said she had the smallest apartment out of all of them. And I was like, bitch, you have like a 10 foot fan in your apartment? Yeah. Yeah. It Ow. was gorgeous. It was a fantastic reveal. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And then Gigi also had a reveal. So she went from sepia Judy Garland, as we said, Dorothy, into a Technicolor Judy, which was actually kind of a great reveal. It was hideous. Are you kidding me? You didn't like it? I didn't know why she was revealing. I did not get the Technicolor, like into Technicolor reveal. It oh. was, she should have revealed it to a completely different length or cut or, it was just like from the same ugly mini dress to the exact same one. It, I didn't, it was worse than Peppermint's reveal. Oh, you know why? Cause you are colorblind. <laughs> You're colorblind, Selena. That's why you didn't, you didn't get it. I'm not colorblind. <laughs> you are. No, I, I kind of agree. I don't think it was a, as uh, incredible of a reveal as uh, it could have been. It, w- it was a little underwhelming for some reason. But I Especially for a fashion girl, I don't see fashion there at all. I, I think you could have gotten this out of a bag at a costume store. Oh, I disagree. I thought this was actually really great. I thought it had a camp wink and nod to it. She ended yeah. up pulling off her, la- her leather uh, shoe things into the ruby slippers. She had a wig reveal. It was so quick, I had to go watch it back. She flipped her head down, and she had a new wig underneath it. Did she? Yeah. I, I think was- she just pulled off her ponytails. No, it was, it was a wig reveal. I rewatched it. I had to. I was like, oh, wow. I, didn't, uh, I missed that. I missed subtle. that. And then she, I also, think- she flipped up her dress at the back, and she had the yellow brick road. That was Oh, cute. she did? Oh, I, I missed that part. But I think I was really distracted by the puff sleeves that remained gray. I was just always looking at those. I was like, those are gray sleeves. Um, it was confusing. I think she pulled those off too. She did. She pulled those off too. She pulled the sleeves off. Yeah. The puff sleeves at the top? 
Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, they stayed puff sleeves, but she pulled out whatever was on top of them. She. Pulled, I guess they just. That's pulled. the that's the tough thing about this media is, is like, I, I I don't know if you can get all of that detail, ugh, on like a webcam. So this is. How I don't they, know. They, I they think they usually was... edit this series so that they're filming each of them separately and can edit them together when they're doing reveals because we're watching yeah. them all in sync doing their numbers. Our eyes are finding it very hard to figure out and see when the reveals are actually happening. Oh yeah. But here's the problem with her reveals is she revealed from the same thing to the same thing. And the only difference mm. was the color of it, but it wasn't even that big of a difference. So yeah, to me, and my, they were and Adam, all pointless reveals. Yeah, and my partner was just like going up to the screen like, oh, something's wrong with the tint. Like what was going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. I liked yeah. it, I liked it, I enjoyed that. I'm not the biggest fan of Gigi at this point, but I actually really liked it, I enjoyed it. And Crystal I, just kind of lip synced the whole time, there was no reveals, she just did her thing and her look. She was just happy to be there. Listen, <laughs> here's a- <laughs> Yeah, was, exactly. It was again obvious who's a lip sync artist and who isn't because some people did not lip sync the vocal line. Some people just stuck to the chorus and played Michelle, whereas Jada was Beyonce full on the entire time. Absolutely. I really thought and, Crystal had a reveal with this look. I mean, this was like a giant, like this is like a popcorn. Yeah, I thought that that, that was definitely that was definitely something going through my head too. Yeah, uh-huh. I was like, what? Do you think she had There's something and she just didn't do it? I don't know. I, well, no, I don't know. I don't know. She, I mean, all she did was she pulled out these weird streamers and started flinging them around in weird circles, and I, but that was weird. It's because her arms were snakes, and that was the tongue. There was no snakes uh, involved in this production. She was, a, she was a snake. It was a full-on snake. Oh <laughs> All right. You... She was, she's the new snake queen. <laughs> Anyways, that was the final lip sync. Who are our winners based on that, Hillary? Uh, well, Jada. Jada. Uh, clearly, for me. Yeah, yeah Jada. Carolina. It was just so clean. And, yeah, hands down, Jada. There's no other choice. Like, the outfit was amazing. The lip syncing was perfect. And the dancing was fantastic. And I agree. It was a clean sweep. All three of us, for the first time, are agreeing that Jada won this final lip sync. Yes. Hey. And I think that's, uh, that's, this, that's why we only needed this one. Because <laughs> that's all we needed. Uh, but I thought it was such a great... Uh, yeah, I thought it was just a powerful p- performance from Jada. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And she, so, by the way, was the only one dancing on carpet in heels. Right. So her neighbors could not hear her. That's nice. <laughs> it's hard to dance on carpet in heels. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I've had my experiences. With that. That's not good. So we find out the decision for season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. The winner has gone to Jada Essence Hall. Yay, a well-deserved winner. A lot of people are saying it's the first time since Bob that there's been a deserving winner. I don't completely agree with that, but I think no. it's, a funny, it's a funny thing to say. Oh yeah, people are saying, it's been the first time since Bianca Del Rio and there's been a deserving, like, I mean, everyone has their favorites, but come on. I think yeah. Jada's very deserving though, and she, she had a clean sweep of a sweezen, of a sweezen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she's Jody Sweeten from Full I'm House. always getting tired. She had a clean sweep of a sweezen. She, uh, she had a clean sweep. I mean, she really did not have a hiccup. She had one hiccup, but uh-huh. could be argued, like we said, that that was sabotaged by Sherry, kind of. So I think she really, she just was just like perfect all through it. And I can't believe she only auditioned twice. I can't believe that. Um, I know, right? But I, it's, I mean, smart businesswoman. Yeah, Uh someone was, she was saying she, the first time she auditioned was season seven. uh, And then Trixie got on and they're both, they were both from Milwaukee. Yeah. 
And then this is the only other time she did it. So it's just like, that's so great. That's so great. I love that um, Milwaukee queens are really turning turning it out, RuPaul's Drag Race. Because Milwaukee is classic for like that campy style of drag, you know? I love that. A lot of the Camp Kiki girls are from there. Uh-huh. I think all these finals <laughs> were originally from the Midwest, weren't they? I mean, she's from, uh, Gigi's from Illinois, um, um, Crystal's from Missouri. So I think yeah. this is the first time this season that we've had an all Midwest final. Where it's Sorry, New York. York. Or LA or wherever, but this is like showing that the Midwest is uh, serving it. Yeah, mm-hmm. New York was trying too hard this year. Sorry, New York. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the winner of season 12. She's the bookend. I think it's a great way to end the season. She deserves oh, yes. the beginning. Congratulations from Squirrel Talk, Jada Essence Hall. Yes, well-deserved. And that virtual crown that Edie passed over was beautiful. That emoji <laughs> crown. <laughs> yeah, she, was, she had a crown on the whole time. That, that giant fan that had the crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She knew, she knew. Yeah, but that's it. All right, so Jada Essence Hall, winner of season 12. Congratulations, Jada. Jada! So happy. And this is where it gets a bit janky, as I said at the beginning. Uh, But thank you for listening to our RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12 podcast. This is it. We're done. We're over. But Drag Race is not over, so we are going to be doing uh, the All-Stars, which is later this week. And then Canada's Drag Race is just around the corner. So make sure you hit that subscribe button, and you get a ding every time a new episode comes out, because... Pitch, there's going to be a lot of episodes appearing soon. Trust, trust, trust. Uh, but thank you for listening to this. And we love you all. From uh, from my 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 hole to yours, we love you. Bye, squirrels. Bye.